Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. So this whole video chat was very bittersweet. Mostly sweet. But I started out being almost in a state of paranoia with anxiety over the contempt that has been thrown my direction. Two boys. <laughs> so they're not identical, so we don't have to worry about them, about mixing them up. It would be absolutely amazing and a dream if my family could completely reconcile and all of us could go back to being one unified. <laughs> episode of everyone's business but mine with me Kara Berry sister wives edition for the week but I'm not alone I got a guest and you can find our guest on YouTube on his channel Adventures of Zach and B and he also co-hosts the podcast Talk Coffee and Tequila oh I've got it wrong Zach Patton Garcia hi <laughs> hey it's nice to be here Oh, it's so nice to have you it's always nice to have people on Coyote Pass because nobody lives here you know I know. I wish we were doing it from Coyote Pass. That would be really nice. <laughs> you could do, like, the finale's coming up. You could just, like, take a trip to Paraguay and do it from Mary's little she shed. Honestly, she needs the money. I don't know she if would, I would, like... Where is her podcast? I I feel like it's coming. <laughs> it has to be coming. Her and Jen. Yeah, they had their little Friday with Friends Instagram live that I don't know if they still do because um, y'all got me blocked from Mary's Instagram, so <laughs> that was not my fault. <laughs> but... So I don't, I don't know if she still does that, but they should turn that into a, a podcast form. I do agree with you. I do. Love it. Um, where are you with Sister Wives? Are you excited about this season? I am. Okay. So what is the, you told me kind of an email that you, you think this one and the next one are the last two, right? I um, have a feeling, yeah, we're probably like maybe two or three out from the finale. Okay. Because I, I wasn't sure how long this one was going to last. I'm all caught up, but I feel like I just am not getting enough of it. And then I saw the other day that we have, I don't I don't know how true it is. Sources are just, you know, the internet's the internet. Take sure. that what you will, but that this might be the last season. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think they threaten that a lot. I think mm -hmm. on TLC, every season might be your last, <laughs> regardless <sighs> of the show. <laughs> so It'd be terrible like to do that job. now. Absolutely not. You can't do that now. I feel yeah. like the show needs retooling. Absolutely. Right. They need to ask. <laughs> I'm going to break into the TLC offices and take that hard drive or whatever mm -hmm. little thumb drive that, that has all of those 
their four pictures, their four family photos that they keep reusing and mm -hmm. the the little clips that they keep reusing. Right. <laughs> and I steal those so that they have to go in and give us some new shit. But like, yeah, you can't leave us now. I agree. Like, I don't need to see that picture of like Cody and the four wives with the with the mountain in the background. Like, I'm good. I'm they good. were real proud of that photo shoot. They <laughs> said they said we're in Flagstaff now. We right. we are taking some nice family photos. Right. Went, it was they, you, know, right. you know they went they went to the store to buy those clothes. It was yeah. <laughs> And and those tags were still on, okay, and they went right back. Went right <laughs> not back. not Robins. Robins yeah. are still in her closet, real nice and pretty. Oh yeah, for sure. Never to wear them again. Um, yeah, he does look like he's running for state senator in that picture. It's upsetting. <laughs> now that you it. <laughs> but, um, I yeah, I imagine we probably we should have like two seasons left in us. And then at least I something like, like off with yeah, Janelle and and Christine, you know. Okay, do you think that would actually work though? I don't know if I think that would work. I don't think any of these women or Cody can do it by themselves. Yeah, I mean, I think the like the threat of um dysfunction is really what is like the lifeblood of the show, and mm -hmm. you're not going to get that over on the sunny side of the street with Christine and her new man. Yeah, and I don't find them, I don't find any of them individually all that interesting. Uh, no, 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 no. Everybody and I know that we're supposed to be like huge Christine fans, huge Janelle fans, like, you know, championing that. That's all good and fine, right? But we're in season 18. That was season 17 where I was like, she can do no wrong. Now I'm like, uh, I don't know. I don't see You're it. coming down. I don't, I don't, uh -huh. Yeah, a little bit. Um, <laughs> And uh, so my mom has got me in, like, because my mom loves to join a Facebook group. And so my mom's in all the Sister Wives Facebook groups. Love. And so I'm in all the Sister Wives Facebook groups now. And they're all, like, championing for the show to end. They're, like, ready. They're, like, it needs to get pulled Please. off the air. They're, like, so angry. I'm, like, y'all are crazy. Like, absolutely not. This is this show should absolutely keep going. But if it, if it were to keep going, they need to, because this is these people's jobs, they need to make sure that their asses get in a room together every couple episodes or yes. something at least once a season because if this is your job i don't know what this is but seeing the table set up with the iphones everywhere no <laughs> get the camera crew in there get where's the budget because there's the money's going somewhere it's it's gotta be no i think you're right like i live by the code of let them host fight and so i want to see dysfunction i want to see us forcing us to like have to go to solomon's eighth birthday or something or something happens where everybody mm -hmm. has to join together and, and mary maybe she finds out maybe she doesn't you know <laughs> mary oh poor the witch in the woods she's just they have her really? <laughs> <laughs> they've banished her from flagstaff <laughs> I love that. Um, let's get into this episode. We start off again, like right with dysfunctional right off the bat, because we've heard tell of this like horrific Christmas related Zoom text message. It didn't even get into the Zoom chat, but like <laughs> hell just went to it just went to hell. And so now this is like the first time that everybody's really seeing each other since that conversation where Robin was like, I'm done. I can't do it's, this. So. It's insane. Whoever came up with this that decided that this is what the scene was going to, whatever episode, somebody, this was like at a pitch meeting. This was around yes. a round table with producers being like, we're going to have a Zoom call. Yes. And to start the episode like this is wild, is unhinged. <laughs> Bless them for it. I mean, as much as I am not, I can't say that I'm a McKelty fan, but. I think in terms of drama, because she's in the middle of everybody, she she really 
I don't know if they're cutting her a check, but they should. Not, not when a did McKelty start her Patreon? Because this is way in the past, right? Like this, what we're watching is, has already happened, but it seems like McKelty is very much front and center this season. Like I'm going to have my camera moments, but she hasn't started her Patreon yet. So I'm like, right. why is she there? Because she's, she's pushing the Zoom call. You know she's she angling. is. You're you're touching on something. I think she might be angling for for yeah a little bit more camera time. I mean they got kids to pay for now. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They're still are they living in a basement? I couldn't tell. I think in the <laughs> Tony's um, basement. You know, even like theoretically, I think probably. You know, okay. In the mind, yeah. in the basement you of the mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, the McKelty and Tony are going to be doing a gender reveal, and it's like basically Cody and Robin. And all of the kids that he doesn't talk to. So, <laughs> it's, just, it's so unhinged and like not all of them show up. I don't know where Leon is. Leon <laughs> is missing. Put the posters out. Let's find Leon. Let's right. mention Leon at least. At, at least. Um, like, can we at least touch down and acknowledge? Like, I feel like people will be like, oh, yeah, a Leon's or um, Mary's got like kids. And I guess they're talking about Leon and their partner, but um we no yeah we never we've not mentioned leon by name not on the zoom call Mm -hmm. leon has transitioned yeah i i'm sure they have at this point or at least there's conversations going on about it right there's something there's something happening but there's a reason leon is being kept off the show right now but so leon's not here there's tons of the other kids not here um we've got logan people logan. coming logan does come in but it's 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 just weird the whole thing is weird but weird. So the, the 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 real knocker here is that <laughs> robin and cody their screen pops up and <laughs> robin's fucking face man i don't know if it's just positioned like that forever now or <laughs> she's just incapable of a smile or maybe no, she, that was the smile maybe that's the smile i think that's the smile robin says to us in a confessional that she's just hoping now granted robin's done not one ounce of a thing to try to heal this family other than say that she wants to and cry about it she's hoping that if they can hop on the zoom and just smile that everybody will know that they're not a threat real emphasis on smile okay and then it cuts to her see these people these editors they know what they're doing because <laughs> it cuts to her and you got cody shaking his hair and you got her just like sitting as far back as she can just with that that's just scowl her 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 jaw her mouth has just melted onto a 90 degree surface like a straight <laughs> flat surface and is just there is no smiling left to be left to be done by robin um also i need i need somebody they they've all got patrons at this point right they've all got like a little way to make money off of this which they should you know they probably weren't making anything from this um no. somebody uh, uh put out a pay-per-view for this this text chain from christmas because i need that that's what i want because um, this was a great te- this was a great taste of that right because i feel like we've gotten a couple different stories about that text chain i need gwen to drop it just go scorched earth and just drop the screenshot just do it, please. Gwen's there too. Gwen's on Gwen's on the Zoom call. Yeah. Didn't seem too happy, but Gwen is there. <laughs> Gwen seems like the least interested in a gender reveal, but she was there. She was definitely yeah. there. um but so yeah, Aurora is also not on the Zoom call. We don't see Robin's kids there. But she's not in the same house. They can't get on the same screen. They can't well, like all gather. Right. 
<laughs> you know, I don't know who who's going. I don't know what the hell's going on here. I feel like Robin. <laughs> they've got it situated to like if Robin's using the internet, then the other kids can't because she can't monitor them. You know, do they have? Is there dial up in the house? I could imagine them have still having like a dial up, like phone internet situation. Um, I'd be shocked like, if those kids. What didn't is have happening is. Is Aurora like shaking in the corner or like, why are you not really? on this call? It makes no sense, but because <laughs> we, we're all wanting to gather these children. They've got these kids like truly terrified of the of other siblings that there right. is there is so much needing to be the, so many blanks that need to be filled in that I, I need to know all of it. Right. But she said something I thought was interesting, which is like, I just wish that like dad would speak up on behalf of our mom. And like, you know, no matter what everybody else believes or feels what the truth is, our mom has been one of, if not the biggest supporter of creating healthy relationships, not only between Cody and the other kids, but between Cody and the other wives. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what leads you to believe that? <laughs> well, okay, so not to be a not to be a Robin apologist. By the way, our mutual friend Tori McGeady, um, we had this like long conversation in at brunch in in Vegas this past weekend where we were like mm -hmm. real loud, like other people were definitely staring. Um, <laughs> and I, I I'm glad that he's on the same page. Oh, you know, I don't want to speak. I don't want to speak for him. Um, I'll go into me. Uh, I don't want to be a Robin apologist, but there is no way that she is not. I don't think with the kids, he's she's not trying to mend relationships between Cody and those children, but she is absolutely trying to mend relationships between Cody and their wives. There's no way she wants Cody all to herself, <laughs> I, and I don't understand how people don't see that. It, it it's 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 not beneficial for her to have Cody all to herself. She needs. A cushy lifestyle and to have a cushy lifestyle everybody needs to be living in harmony right because right. currently that's not what's happening they're losing paychecks left and right. right um every wife is leaving and she is i do believe that she is pushing him to try to mend fences with some of those wives for finance sake because she needs a just for that on. just for that yes yeah. <laughs> i just would like everybody to recognize that when robin talks about her big picture and she's like sitting on the porch <laughs> with the other wives. Cody's not in the picture. She, they're no. just talking about the good times with the other she wives. She does not like Cody. <laughs> Cody is the only one that is ever like in an interview. It's me and Robin. You're never going to separate us. Right. It's me and Robin till the end. Me and my girl. Oh, three Bonnie and Clyde. Right. No, no. Robin, <laughs> Robin does not want that man. And, and who could blame her? She's she really does, playing the long he's game. At, he's at the house too much. He's at the house too much. She, she's pissed. You know why she's pissed on this Zoom call? Because he's sharing that screen with her. She's like, right. this is my laptop, Cody. I wouldn't have even been here. I don't. Right. You know she has to clean out the hairs out of his out of that shower drain. Like, oh my gosh. Uh, out of her own hairbrush. You know, you know he's using her hairbrush. Too. Oh, yeah. 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 Just whichever brushes around. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Mary's not on the Zoom call either. Well, and why would she be, though? She, she's not here. <laughs> Janelle says that she has no issue seeing Robin and Cody as a couple because that's what they are like it doesn't matter she does not give one single fuck about Cody and their love at all at all yeah McKelty was like you know I'm just really happy that even though there's still struggle in the family my father calls it a whole civil war I just wanted to know that like you know even through the separation, the families are still family, just like a little bit different. And then Tony says that he feels like the fact that everybody's willing to join in on the big family stuff means that there's something there, which leads me to my question for you. Um, why do you think that Tony hasn't gotten a hot oil treatment? 
meaning like for his hair like what's going on oh hmm. i mean it feels very dry they're i don't think they've started the patreon yet um they <laughs> it, it looks like tony lays in bed a lot of the day he lays right. in bed he kind of like gets his hair a little dirty a <laughs> little little messy in the pillow right yeah. and then they get up and they jump on a zoom call and they film their sister wives content and then they go back to bed right um mckelty is not sharing brushes i don't know mckelty's not staying in that marriage which sounds terrible this is yes i don't think so Ooh, I think after a certain amount of time, she'll get tired of Tony. I don't think Tony is, I don't know. I don't like the two of them anyway, though. Yeah. Collectively, I'm like, well, y'all might, might as well just stay together because it's like, you know. I guess. It's just they're, they, I don't know. They're very posturing people. Like, they're very much posturing for, they are, and they for really the show at this point yeah and on their podcast like i try not to really delve into what's going on there because i i hear that it gets a little problematic at times and there are some opinions that they have that are odd i'm sure but yeah he he has the hair and every time she says anything he looks over to her with the widest eyes like he's so surprised <laughs> she said has said anything period um i don't know i'm just like i'm so confused by their not their dynamic together but that their dynamic with the family i understand the dynamic with with the parents um but they they're just so strange to me like they are do they really have that close of a relationship with everybody or with with robin and cody yeah I, and why <laughs> it's why? just confusing as to why you would want that i don't know what because it doesn't seem like tony likes cody that much it doesn't seem like he ever really has it doesn't they and, and tony is not tony seems like he's i guess i don't know I, there's certain people who follow this stuff closer than me right um but tony did, seems to like he'd be a little bit liberal you know a little bit more yeah. laid back tony is or uh, uh cody is not like that so mm. what they could get along about it doesn't it doesn't seem like there'd be much but there's always a fine point on it when mckelty talks about well i you know i love robin and and my dad i love them they're my parents still too right like let me tell them about my pregnancy before anybody else or about the twins right. before anybody else it's just this is it's just strange it is everything in this in this whole family is just strange just there's a lot of directions to look yeah i don't know <laughs> so we find out that they're having two boys you know hooray for you i don't care whatever they're children god bless i them. couldn't tell for the longest time too i was looking at those little popper things on the zoom right. call like the camera quality is not that great i can't <laughs> do you know do you remember their first gender reveal where they did something with like it was like a almost like those um like elementary school volcano experiment that you did <laughs> yes. and it was supposed to come out with the appropriate color but they fucked it up and it was just like some kind of poop brown you know what <laughs> at least it's not an airplane crashing into a field Truly. to yes <laughs> true. gender there reveals can go terribly so nobody died sure. that, that's true just my just my just me a little bit inside well and then you have and then you have christine making sure that everybody's seeing her she's not gonna be on camera but she keeps poking her head in yeah <laughs> making sure that she's like right front and center on that camera she's and she's got she's got eye contact with robin too she's like looking robin in yeah. the eyes you might Cody be on the, the zoom eyes. but i'm here in 3d mm -hmm. okay? right and i'm and i'm wearing the the good grandma shirt or whatever the hell she had on <laughs> well because okay so christine i don't think is the most honest 
Um, love Christine. Don't think she's the most honest when she says things like, oh, it doesn't bother me that, you know, uh, McKelty would tell Robin first. Absolutely not. This is, this is her very much wanting everybody to know that uh, McKelty is doing the gender reveal at my house, Robin. Yes. She's yeah. at my house today. We're doing it here. I know the gender already. It's not a reveal for me. Right. I'm the captain now. Mm-hmm top mom <laughs> so yeah i i do feel like she does kind of speak out of both sides of her mouth but i feel like there's a necessity to that like because if she says one negative thing then cody's gonna fucking run with it he's gonna run laps all around this world with christine said one slightly negative thing about me or robin so this is why she's a bad sister wife and here this is my perfect example so she has to be like yeah this is so great <laughs> he definitely says at one point um in terms of future family events i'm not interested not there yet i could maybe yes. be cordial, but i don't even want to do that so <laughs> because she does give us like so christine christine's an interesting one i think christine's the most interesting out of out of the bunch um because she will say things like you know i i don't want to be a bitter about it i don't feel bitter about it i feel just you know removed from it i'm already moving on with my life things like that but she's very much bitter about it and that's all she really talks about she tries to get janelle to talk about it she you know stirs the pot a little bit she does do those things yeah. and I, my message to christine would be like talk your shit because you absolutely deserve it don't, yeah. don't just like drop the mask a little bit right like don't right. act like you're not bitter just be bitter because you 100 percent deserve it you were put through some shit totally. um and cody fucking sucks he just he deserves it like talk talk all the shit you want um i agree let your bitch flag fly girl exactly but like see <laughs> it seems like she hasn't learned uh, i don't know I, I just, it feels like shade. she doesn't yeah 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 <laughs> just, just a little light shade just a little light shade um then cody goes into this like really weird thing first he's like you know i would be just as excited if these were two girls if they were two boys and it feels like if he's saying that that's probably not true um but yeah. also then he goes into like back into the family civil war and the contempt that goes on with it and then he goes into a prayer hands pose and says robin and i are going to be like this okay you're not going to separate us they you're want never going to separate this is me my girl my girl weird like like grabbing her back i, I could see him at home like putting his arm around her neck and telling right. the kids this is my girl and she's like trying to pull away <laughs> like so disgusted oh gosh he is like yeah the kids want their dad but they don't want robin so that's not gonna work robin and i are gonna be like this or we're gonna work this out that's just the relationship that we're gonna be in like she's ew. so tired of it she's over it she's over ew. it and they're all they're all over it too and the faces that he's making this entire zoom call is so strange Very. um just like keeps getting real close to the camera and i don't know who exactly he's doing that to i guess there's a baby on screen maybe <laughs> or it could be to logan we really don't know honestly he's such a strange person oh at one point he said that he had like been in a whirlwind of like paranoia due to anxiety in the beginning of the zoom call like take a breath girl that's been since season one season one honestly whirlwind of paranoia okay you stress me out sir honestly he's so weird Oh my God. So then we have to go over to Parowan, Utah. And Janelle tells us, I have no idea where Mary was on that group chat. Cody <laughs> knows nothing. He's like, I thought Mary and McKelty were fine. But Christine is like, mm -mm. there are some relationships that my kids want to have relationships and not. McKelty's not comfortable with everybody in the family. And so Mary won't be on anything having to do with McKelty and her children. 
But we don't hear Mary's side of this, which I would have liked which to know. Which is weird, right? Because Mary's yeah. been talking about everything. They get Mary into those interviews, and Mary's much different in the interviews. She is much more involved because the interviews are taking place so much later. Mm -hmm. She's much more involved, like, mindset-wise right. than she is when we're seeing her and during filming. That it's weird that we don't see her take on this, because you know they must have asked her about it. I don't think she's to. saying anything about her relationships with the kids. Nothing. And and that, I think, is, like, part... I mean, it used to be part of why Cody didn't mess with her until he got, like, more kids that weren't talking to him. So he couldn't really blame that on Mary anymore. But what... I I mean, back to the Patreon, McKelty did, like, very heavily hint that Mary was abusive in their early years as children. Mm -hmm. And that she had, like, pretty... Mary has, like, kind of centered that abuse towards McKelty. And also, I don't know if y'all know this, but when Gwen got married over the summer... Both McKelty and I think, uh, who's the one, one of the boys, Hunter maybe, um, posted photos of the whole family. And it was clear because by the pose that like this were taken within just moments yeah. of each other. Like they're all pose. McKelty cropped uh, Mary out. <laughs> so if you'll find one, there's one where Mary's standing next to Leon, and if and then there's another one on McKelty's where Mc Mary's just gone, and then there's kind of like a weird blur where her leg would be. So <laughs> <laughs> weird blur with her where her leg would be. My gosh, man! You know what happened though is like Christine left the family, and it really did shake everything, and not only gave permission to other wives to leave and gave the idea to other wives to leave, but, but gave permission to the entire family to start speaking their truth on this whole thing because it yeah. was so public and everybody did have so much to say about it that what, you know, I, I may not love McKelty and Tony, but what a, a sort of uh, freeing feeling that they must've felt, or she must've felt being able to say that, right? Because I mm -hmm. do think Mary was probably really hard on those other kids. Yeah. Um, and, I, it's already been said that McKelty never felt like, and you know, Christina said it, Cody said it, they've all said it, that McKelty never really like fit in with everybody else. She was kind of their outlier child who had mm -hmm. like the bigger dreams, bigger ambitions, the kind of like, you know, beat, beat to her own drum. Um, and now I, I am, I am happy that she's able to like come out and speak her truth a little bit more about stuff like this. And, uh, damn mary burned a lot of bridges with these kids like she really must have done some shit and it's so weird that she is so like focused on solomon and ariella and her relationship with them <laughs> they... right like that's every episode but you know what i love those kids i love those kids <laughs> I will, I will always be in those kids lives even while i'm doing my clothing business from parowan <laughs> God bless them. God bless them all. Oh my gosh. So then this um this leads to like the spiritual marriage of it all with between Mary and Cody because she's having this whole crisis of like well, now that Cody basically made it incredibly clear that he's not going to fuck me, he's not going to look in my direction, he doesn't want to <laughs> hold my hand, he doesn't want to know my address, he basically deleted my phone number out of his phone, that now it's kind of on me to figure out whether or not I want to be in this relationship because we have the spiritual marriage and God was involved and I was thinking I was going to be married to him for eternity, but like, what is an eternal covenant if he already broke it? 
Exactly. And you know what? She should, she should go through these questions. She should do this, like quickly. this, this, this period of, <laughs> of, of thought process and of like, you know, spiritually finding herself because I do very much understand this. I grew up pretty religious, pretty, pretty like you know, there was a fine point on religion and like what was expected of you. And that really Mm -hmm. does mess with yourself Yeah. and every action that you do. Right. Right. Um, So she feels it as well as the other wives do. She doesn't want to, if she, if Cody doesn't want to be there, I, she's not stupid. She knows that she doesn't want to be there either, but this is the covenant that we did, right? Um, it's crazy to me when, 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 not a finer point put on it than when uh, she's talking about it and she says that Cody said he has no interest in having a relationship with her. And she says, well, this puts it on me then. I'm like, Right. no, Mary, this releases you. Exactly. You're, you're, you're free now. Exactly. Just go. And she I... says, what else? I have another quote written down here. Eternally bound to someone who doesn't want me. Yeah, what you just said. It's just, And then she says, oh. that's a lot to think about. I'm like, no, it isn't. That's that's It's, one thought it's and you not. go. <laughs> that's it. It's over. But It's then over. on the flip side, from, you know, the non-comedic standpoint, is I do understand the sort of panic then that you're in of like, well, what does my eternal life look like then? What does my heaven look like? You know, Right. how do I do, does this mean, like, what, what does this mean? Um, and Cody's completely checked out. He's not thinking about that. But you still have, you know, you still have Mary who's thinking about it. And Robin sure as hell is thinking about it. Um, Yeah, I think people should think about this as like a group project. And you're like, oh, my partner left. But I have to get to heaven and come up with all these results. So what's going to happen? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, damn. Well, I guess I'll just follow <laughs> Cody. right. Do you, do you want me to, am I not allowed to ride in the little convertible anymore? Right. He's Like like, his name is already on my paper and now I got to be responsible for this. Uh-oh. it is nicer seeing her from, from the current perspective is I think I've seen a couple of her lives and she's, she seems like she's very much like removed from it now. She's gotten to that place. She's, but like. TV show, can you catch us up? Because it's just, I, that's what I want to see now. I want to see everybody in their points in life now. Right. Mary's year of realizing stuff has begun, and I would like to see it come full circle. I really would. Because the last episode was a really good Mary episode, I have to say. Mm It hmm was like, she was saying a lot of really good stuff. We were seeing a lot of like her starting the introduction to, it was like very, super metaphorical, her, her The trees. putting together Mm her like, the trees putting together her little, her little, uh, whatever the hell this is, a LuLaRoe store? What, what is the store -hmm. Yeah. supposed to be? Whatever <laughs> it was. Anyway, leggings it was her and rebuilding leggings and her old clocks. new I don't know. <laughs> life. <laughs> rebuilding her new life. It was great for her. You know, it was a great episode for her. Yeah. And then it just doesn't feel like they don't, they really know what to do with her anymore because it feels like they keep bringing her into these interviews and she keeps saying, yeah, it did. Would you like to meet, read or repeat the anniversary story or like right what? <laughs> like what do we got What here am I talking about today? <laughs> yeah it, it's I'm very interested in seeing what they could possibly do with her for next season when it's clear that like she's not going to have a relationship with Robin and she hasn't had a relationship with Robin so Robin, don't call her. No. <laughs> Robin When Meryl doesn't dropped invite that, I was her like, to girl. anything. Well, Robin doesn't call me anyway. And she even says it to her. It's so awkward when they say it to each other. She's like, well, you know, you have to call me more. And Robin's like, I guess I got to do that, Mary. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> Great. Oh, God. So then we head over to Salt Lake. Christine, we're over at her house and we find out that Isabel has been staring there, staying there the whole summer. She's about to go back to 
live with Maddie in North Carolina. So they're having a little surf and turf night. Aspen and Mitch are there. You know, the whole gang. Tony, McKelty, all of them. During dinner, Tony's like, uh, Christine, what's going on with the dating front? And so, like, Christine's, like, getting really annoyed that she has to talk about this. But to find out that, and I, I knew this, but just hearing that Christine's first kiss was Cody after they got married, it's just dark. It is. It's dark. It is. And she goes into explaining her. a little bit later about sort of life in polygamy, right? And that this is what she wanted. And it's only what she wanted because she didn't know any other life. She didn't understand anything right. else. And so this was, that's what they did. They kind of looked at other men who had multiple wives and like, that's a keeper. Right. That Cody Brown, that's that's the one. Um, I have and, a tough question for you. Mm -hmm. Do you find a young Cody Brown attractive? Struggle with it. I feel like this is homophobic. Um, I, <laughs> I myself struggle with whether or not that's true. I know? do actually. Which I is think so you terrible. may have been. Oh, please don't like. I know. me on the internet. Um, yes, I do. <laughs> and I think his life's destiny was to go around and be an off-Broadway traveling theater twink. Like that was his life. That was his destiny, and he ended wow. up here. Wow, you're painting a picture for me. Because don't you remember, like, when they went to see all of his, like, classmates? Yes. Like, back when, and they were all like, we all thought Cody was gay. He was very theatrical. Right. Every <laughs> single one of them are like, you have wives? Uh, yeah. Huh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> thought you'd have a couple brother husbands, but, you know, <laughs> you do what you, with, with that what you will. Um, I, I think, yeah, but younger Ooh. Cody was, was, I don't know, and I could see what everybody thought about him, because... I we will have to say think about like of, this being yeah. like the eighties and it's it's like wherever the Idaho or Utah, wherever they lived, like he probably was pretty hot for that situation. Oh yes, for that situation. For Utah. For Utah. Yeah. For Idaho, Nebraska, wherever the hell they were. Wherever they um, were in the eighties. And he had energy and that right. is super infectious. That is always a really appealing thing for people especially especially people for like those communities yeah for women who are taught to be like meek kind of to have that exciting guy who's like running around and gotta he'll grab you by the he'll grab you by the hand and run you run you around parowan wherever right. the hell you are right <laughs> like whenever they built the houses like he was a little eccentric when they built that houses on the cul-de-sac but he was running from lot to lot gleefully and there's something just kind of charming about that i don't know what it is but it's just somebody who has that much love for life in them is is very appealing and he is completely drained of that now yeah i mean i think we've all gotten caught up in that either like manic pixie dream girl or that guy who's like just a burst of energy and you're like oh this is so I mean, fun. we can call him manic pixie dream cody That's yeah the exact same <laughs> thing <laughs> honestly and then like you know the chips fall down and you're like mm, okay what's what's happening here and then he starts getting angry and life happens and you're like well I yeah, his face out. is like is reflecting it he's just it's showing he is scrooge he's he wearing is it just for scrooge sure. now <laughs> the visor's not doing anything you know <laughs> not a thing <laughs> oh my gosh um so christine basically says like this is kind of a nothing conversation it was basically like christine like i don't really want to date right now i'm not like trying to really get out there um but i did notice that she had like a full wine bar set up which excited me i like that for her i hope she has a freaking wet bar a big wet bar wettest mary bar. <laughs> I, I hope so she does she's living her life now do you think do you think christine got married too soon 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You've got to watch Queenie, the new original series on Hulu. Queenie Jenkins is a 20-something-year-old living in London, and she's facing all the firsts. First major heartbreak, first shitty apartment and soul-sucking job, first therapy session to work through all those mommy issues. After a messy breakup, Queenie starts looking for comfort in all the wrong places, and she soon realizes she needs to face the past before she can build for the future. One way I found how to do that is to take it to the group chat. My friends and I use our text sessions to laugh, to cry, to share advice on how to mend a broken heart, and most importantly, say all the shady things you need to under the vault of the group chat any time of day. So will Queenie be able to turn her quarter-life crises into a revolution? Maybe. Will she make some questionable decisions along the way? Definitely. The new series Queenie is now streaming on Hulu. Check it out. Um, you know, I mean, at 50, it's like, you know, I don't really like care so much about a, a quick turnover, mm-hmm. especially when there aren't kids involved. Um, like she's not going to have kids with him. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's like, it's fast, especially because we see now she has seemingly no interest in dating. <laughs> Like, like she wasn't even open to it to go from that to marriage in uh, like a year does seem quick, but I'm yeah. I'm here for it. I'm I'm here for it. I'm, well, I'm here for her her own happiness and whatever she finds her happiness in. But yeah, it's just how do you unlearn the last fifty years though, right? Yeah, like that's how a great do you question. how do you have enough time to take yourself out of that mindset before you put yourself in a whole nother? Oh well, we're you know sort of locked down now too. Yeah, that's a great question. This is truly like a whole new world for her. Like mm-hmm. monogamy, people who are monogamous, how they talk about relationships. Like it's weird. It's well, different. she's freaking tired of Tony asking about it. She's like, right. Tony, damn, every other episode, Tony. We bring <laughs> these iPhones out and you start asking me all the questions about it. the <laughs> dating and the hooking up and trying all the flavors. Oh, please. <laughs> next next scene, please. <laughs> so Christine and Janelle decide to take a road trip. So finally we're out of Idaho. We're out of into idaho out of utah out of flagstaff we're going over to christine's brothers and janelle's gonna get to know christine's family a little bit more but we see a conversation on the drive there where they're talking about like everything and christine starts it by saying that she wants to ask janelle about something that robin said like if you're you know if you want to separate yourself you have to go through the church and do all of that but like christine doesn't believe in the church or she doesn't belong to it anymore so she asks if maybe Robin said that because she feels like 
if Christine can just leave, is that like invalidating their relationship? And then ask Janelle, do you feel like maybe my just walking out just invalidated your marriage with Cody? To which Janelle's like, no, absolutely not. But then they talk about like who's still in the church and Janelle's like, girl, I don't know. I don't see Cody. Mary, barely remember who she is. Robin, I don't see her and I don't know her and I don't like her. So I don't know, girl. I'm just on a ship by myself. I thought we were just going to go ride some four wheelers. You're asking me a lot of deep questions. Right right. <laughs> I do. I do. I do enjoy that. They have these conversations though, because it is, it is conversations that they all should be having. Like what is the meaning of our faith at this point? How did it you know change over the years? And where does everybody land faith wise now? Like, what do we believe about our eternal afterlife? Those are big conversations. And especially you. when you build your entire life and family off of that. Yeah. I'm surprised we don't have those conversations more in this show. I Uh-oh. wish we, I really wish we would. And I also like, I love seeing Christine in real time, try to walk this fine line of being like, Janelle, please leave this man and be like, how do you feel? <laughs> she's really trying. And then it comes back to the interview. And she's like, is she saying that she is going to leave him? Um, <laughs> And, and also, okay, the, the question that Robin asked about, you know, be, or the comment about that she made about it being church approved, that was, that was season 17, right? Like, that was when mm-hmm. they were all sitting on their little red chairs in Christine's backyard. So, like, how soon after this was that that she's going to be bringing it up again? I think this is why I'm saying that. Like, I think Christine needs to just allow herself to go on and talk so much shit that she needs you know, as much shit as she wants to, because she's clearly still like reliving conversations in her mind and probably yeah. responding in her mind. And, you know, like, ah, she should have said this, you know, should have did that. Right. Um, yeah. She's stewing on stuff like this. She she definitely is. And like, I wish we could have had another giggle about Robin being like, you got to fuck your way out of this marriage, girl. Okay. <laughs> Otherwise, it's not legit. <laughs> Tony was close to saying it. He was getting ready to. <laughs> and I wish he would. That, I He's wish like, how many times that. did you have sex with Cody? 11? Okay, you got to fuck 12 times. You'll be 12, over him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one, then one for good luck. You know, One for good luck. <laughs> one little 13 on Friday the 13th. A <laughs> baker's dozen. That's what we call it. So Christine says that like, you know it doesn't really sound like you're married anymore janelle and then she says in a confessional like i said like it's kind of a balancing act because she doesn't want to act like she's convincing janelle to leave cody even though like for her life that's the best decision she's ever made and that's Mm -hmm. like universal feeling i feel like that's also the best decision you've made christine then we see cody driving around and god another (laughs) laptop with emotional support visor i can't there's a lot of really good stuff in this scene though so much so much cody's basically like well life's changed a lot it's been kind of interesting because i don't really feel like a polygamous menace anymore i haven't seen janelle in 10 months uh half the time i have no idea what's going on with mary but uh robin and i have a really special life together so while i i I don't how this like turned into his special life with robin to brian i'm not sure but brian's there the guy that he married and did that little jig at the wedding he says you know Sometimes it's just nice to have the presence of other men who respect and love me. <laughs> it's very Beyonce coded. It's very like, you know, sometimes I just want to talk to a woman who's not my husband. You right. Know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I mean, he is just like watching Cody light up. Like we never see him happier than when he's in the presence of another man. 
validating him and like whatever manly thing is inside of him whatever toxic masculinity is roiling in cody's head um but then like i also like to see him be like it's like the excitement of being around another guy and then like he's trying to be as manly as this man is so he like tries to meet them he's like oh you know i had to give i had to give brian my cars because i don't really have time to like fix these cars like what we've never seen you fix a car cody i never never Cody, I want to see. I, I'm sure Cody has bought lots of car fix and parts. Mm-hmm. He's never, never taken them out of the. They're sitting in Robin's hoarder garage. No, you know, not an attempt. Um, I, I also want to know why he's ever had this car in the first place with all them kids, all them wives. Like, why the hell did you have this car anyway? Zach, that's exactly that's what I've been saying from day one, scene one, episode one. We should have known this man was a shitty father because why do you have a a convertible that can barely fit four people? That's a little beep beep car. This don't do nothing for your that's, family. Yeah. That's like mm. I'm being cute and going to lunch with my girl's car on the weekend, you know? <laughs> yeah, he does go to lunch with yeah. his girls quite often. That's that's the that's Cody's storylines. <laughs> <laughs> Gathering people on the little sectional sofa. All his men, his man friends. Truly like Michael Scott coded, because you know he thinks he's like the baddest bitch when he puts that with that top down. He's like, everybody's looking at me. <laughs> my hair's flowing in the wind. Like, here I am in this pearl-colored Lexus. Like a baddie. Uh, like a real gosh. baddie. And Cody's uh, just... Uh, I don't know. There's a lot to come back with this, too. Because I think... Because then Cody starts talking about the sort of metaphor that goes along with uh, trying to fit... Uh, what does he say? A square peg into a round hole? Mm-hmm. Um, and this car not fitting into the trailer... For this another classic cody out. move is being like yeah. i'm gonna do this thing and then we find out that his dumbass didn't measure and so these cars that brian has to take across the <laughs> state i guess he can't take them because they were like yeah let's just put this little thing in a hitch in a little trailer but they're like oh they can't close it dummy yes and cody trying to reflect on it and ponder on it is oh my god missing the complete point too this is more a a metaphor for for his planning without making a plan without doing any of the planning right which has been the entire show let's move to vegas we don't have a plan we don't have the details planned out but we're just gonna go um well i'm tired of vegas now let's move to flagstaff and we can sell all these houses i don't know how it's gonna happen but it'll get done right yeah then that none of that works out he and they've all said it all these wives said i think it was this season that they said it too that he loves to come up with an idea and then Mm -hmm. he gets tired idea and he moves on and that is the same thing with this quarter a little get rich like a good little cash in my pocket Mm -hmm. like he tried to tell everybody that they were going to sell those vegas houses at the top of the market who told him that lie lied to him several times (laughs) (laughs) even the real estate agent was like well not really cody she's he's like great let's do it (laughs) wonderful this is not going to blow up in my face and ruin my family. Thank you. Well, Let's do it. Taking them all <laughs> to the windy freaking properties. <sighs> they truly act like this car should be in the Smithsonian or something. Like they're like, Robin and I fell in love in this car. Isabel. <laughs> the car. I they all talked about it. Too. Everybody talked about that car. They're like, Oh, it's, you know, um, <laughs> who would they say was the last one to like drive that car? It was Isabel. Uh, Isabel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like okay girl like i drove to the grand canyon in that car like okay so do a lot of people like what like, I-, <laughs> I went camping with janelle in that car he's cut the clip of him pulling the tent out of the little 
truck of this tiny ass car it's like get a charger man get Oh get I'd even I'd, I'd be happier with the Mustang Truly, like trying to stuff a little duffel bag into the back seat without it like bothering your back by hitting the chair. Like, I mean, okay, Cody, great. And another metaphor for his life, just like something flashy and completely impractical that doesn't work for his greater good in this big ass family. Nope, just works for him. And you know what? But that is his greater good. That is his purpose in life. What works for Cody Brown? Yeah, he's a victim trying to fit that square peg. Like maybe this is me with the family. Just trying to force things that didn't happen. Like where, when have you forced anything? I don't know. You can like give it Cody any sort of scene and he can make it about what's going on. Honestly. He can, he can, he's, he's real good at that. He's the worst. <laughs> so, going back to uh, Christine and Janelle. So Janelle says in the car that at this point, she definitely considers herself like not married, but she's not really sure. Like somewhere between divorce and separated. She's not sure, but definitely not married. Cody says in a confessional that it feels like for the last 10 months, Janelle's made it really difficult for him to feel like he's married to her anymore. Has he called her? No. Have you gone to therapy like you promised her? No. But she made yeah. it difficult. I think, though, that she, even if he had, I think she was on the way out anyway. And I don't think she wanted to. She wanted, I, I think, I think Janelle very much wanted an excuse to just like set it in stone that she's not going back. Right. I do think yeah. that for Cody, Janelle was more of his person than any of the other wives. And I know I he like screams from the mountains that it's Robin, but. Janelle was the only person he was ever able to have like actual intellectual conversations with mm -hmm. about life and about planning and about, you know, future and past and everything. Like when you, when you have a partner and like a best friend and you can talk about anything with that was Cody and Janelle. Yeah. Um, and the romance was kind of just like secondary to that. And I think they were both okay with that. I agree. Um, mm -hmm. But what does he talk to Robin about? He didn't talk to Robin about shit. Robin sure. just says, yes, Cody. Sure, Cody. <laughs> what time would you like dinner, Cody? You know, like all of those things. But Buy another $12,000 think... art print. No resale value, Cody. Let's do oh it. Gosh. Let's oh hop on to DavidYearman.com and see what other horse story you can get. Like... And they're, they're blurring them in the freaking scenes like these you know if they unblurred those art pieces on their walls they're you know it's like a print of the Marilyn Monroe like Andy Warhol thing they could get <laughs> no, they're worse fair. I've yeah. seen them and they're worse <laughs> have they're you creepy. oh I haven't seen them they're like creepy and like like uncanny valley almost like they almost look like pretty trees but then it's like something's weird is happening it, they're weird they're creepy oh oh and they're big okay. they were like really big and creepy <laughs> Uh, well, you, I, you, you know he thinks this those are gonna make a lot of money. That's where all their assets are tied up. One hundred percent. That's what McKelty said. Apparently, that, mm -hmm. that he thinks that they are going to have like great, like rather than doing money under the mattress, he's sinking this money into the art, which is like, but they're prints. Not you a listen to that Beyonce and Jay Z album. Hello, it's right there. Leveling up and reversing out of debt, and he said, <laughs> "I feel inspired." <laughs> Ariel has never seen a ceiling in her whole life, okay? <laughs> oh, my God. oh, yes, yes. So I do think Cody, like, really is taking this Janelle relationship really hard because she's not just, like, cutting off a, a spiritual marriage. She's cutting off their friendship.
yeah i think it's different from christine because like christine was like the bubbly cute fun one and so i think that was more of a blow to his ego that this like what he perceived to be idiot wouldn't just stick around and stay with him you know like yes. those are just so stupid and you know whatever like it's just like a little mr bubble or whatever and that was like a big ego blow to him like as a man like why couldn't i keep her like she should have just been happy and with what i gave her but she couldn't more of an yeah, annoyance, I think, like, yeah yeah you're right like he respected janelle he like took her financial advice and you know like there was a, a we see each other vibe and so i do think it's different for him mm -hmm. he's still yeah. acting like a total dickhead but <laughs> it's different <laughs> absolutely but like she was she was ready to go you know because yeah. like he did he did prioritize robin over everybody and and you know, even for a best friend, like if you take romance out of it, marriage out of it, you know, your best friend, when they start going off and have acting like they have a new best friend, that doesn't feel very good. So no. why would Janelle want to stick around? She's like, fuck the hat, man. Christine yeah. will be my best friend and you'll be mad about it and I'll move on with my life. Yeah, I think when he said, I'm going to like look into getting a therapist, I think she meant that in the sense that she knew he wasn't going to do it, but she was like, off the 1% chance that he does, I'll be willing to go for it. But yeah, yes. I know he's not going to. You know? But, and I don't think he would, he didn't, I, I think he didn't do it only because he's like Captain Procrastinator and didn't, you know, wouldn't have ever like started that process on his own. But had Janelle come to him with a therapist and said, let's do this, that is the wife he would have done it for. Mm-hmm. Mm. You think? I do think so. I do. I think he would have wanted to keep that relationship. Because again, yeah. it's it wasn't a romantic one for them. I think that was his best friend. Yeah. Whatever that means to Cody. <laughs> Whatever it means. I've been getting my little car. Let's go, Janelle. Let's go to take you to the, the Olive Garden for your birthday. Right. I I got you a real nice reservation at the Red Lobster. The nicest restaurant in Flagstaff. Salsa Brava. You ever heard of it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad we're not in that Mexican restaurant anymore. Oh, God. I want it. I want to go back. We got around it. We're at this point, we have to have the tell-all at the Salsa Brava. Like, we have yes, to <laughs> and they need to all be there. <laughs> yeah it should be a live i want chips and dip and i want to watch cody sweat live as suki asks him questions oh my gosh so then basically like cody says it, it has been about 10 months since he's been with janelle but he will like stop by and see like he's like i haven't been to janelle's house in 10 months but i've been around i was like well yeah we know you've been in flagstaff that's not that's not in question <laughs> that's what he very much means yeah i've been in town <laughs> you can me. see me on the property phone works both ways okay you hear that savannah Call your father. <laughs> i know gosh we're not even on an episode that has to deal with that but the freaking savannah the phone works both ways savannah 14 year old savannah however old savannah is crazy man she's not tender aged anymore mm -mm. that's reserved for solomon um so then christine's like you know or she tells christine i love my life as a single woman i'm in the bed i'm reading the dogs are rolling around cody didn't like that it was i'd much rather have two dogs in my bed than cody brown day mm -hmm. in day out that sounds yes. like to me i do um, think that christine needs to quit pushing a little uh, slow down on pushing or like pull back from pushing a little bit more because yeah um janelle's gonna get annoyed with that too and yeah that's gonna sour your relationship with janelle and mm -hmm. i can yep. see that happening very very quickly i agree i agree Hope, uh, hopefully she got out before that happened i mean i'm guessing it did they're still kicking it together um yeah. so yeah then janelle talks about how she's not interested in dating she doesn't want to swipe 
She doesn't want to go online. She's not looking to go to places where men hang out. And, you know, if she wanted to find somebody again, she would really have to think about how to go about that, which, like, I'm with you, Janelle. <laughs> but she also, okay, so I have questions here, Rod. She also often talks about she could see herself fitting into a plural family again. Mm. How does that happen at this stage in life? That's I what need, I wonder. That's the show I want. Yeah. I'm like, how does... Because how old is she? Is she over 50 yet? Yes. Or is she still 40s? Okay. How does 50 plus Janelle, with all of her kids grown, become a plural wife again? Do That's they do what that? Because, like, what even, I mean, there's clearly, like, a purpose to this system. Mm -hmm. But if we're past that, biologically, what's the point? Well, she's got to get her estate first. She ain't going to even got an estate. Right. She got nothing to bring to the table. We'll work on that. <laughs> work on that first. <laughs> uh, we got a deed with your name on it, babe. Please, mm -hmm. please. So Janelle then talks about how she's kind of struggling in the same way that Mary is. Like, I don't want to break my covenant with Cody without knowing that God's completely cool with it. So I'm just waiting until I know. But it's like, well, Janelle, when is that going to be? Yeah. When, when do you think that'll happen? Like, I think you after that fight when you closed that door and said fuck you cody got the cameras <laughs> and you felt all that release that was god telling you you're good that was it, it absolutely was it absolutely was god that was a good episode too that was a good fight that was, that was a real good fight as soon as he said <laughs> how was your day she looks up from her laptop and she knew it was ready to rumble tom you know it was <laughs> As soon as he she was himself, done at that moment uh, she got himself a, a little cup of hot water and was like i'm done she got the ick so i got the ick watching him do that and i was mm -hmm. like i could tell she's like i'm never I thought the conversation that she um or the the the, the little explanation that they she, she sort of gave about him not being able to grow anymore for the for the family as a whole was really interesting yeah i i thought that was very very fascinating but before we get to that like we talk about how um janelle met cody but we still oh don't that's right mention, yeah oh i knew him with mary but like why don't you mention that you were married to mary's brother and that's how you knew married let's just, let's that, just say is, they, they put it in the book why don't they say it out loud just why don't they it. say it out loud enough right that's this tv show i need i need a scripted show <laughs> based on early sister wives days of janelle being married to mary's sister breaking it off and then saying you know what though <laughs> Let me marry Mary. Right. Let me marry his sister. Instead. Right. Janelle, don't lie to us and say that you and Mary were friends and that's how you met Cody. That's not true. Never. 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 No. <laughs> that is not true. Um, that's not true, Ellen. So basically she meets Cody and like Mary's telling her, like, oh, I want you to meet this guy. Cody walks into a room and it's like, oh, I knew him before. Like he was so familiar. So then they start joking about like, oh, Janelle, why don't you join our family? And Cody says in a confessional, yeah, there's no doubt that I flirted with Janelle probably a little bit, you know, like if we were smiling, maybe it was flirting. And I just like want to really kick him in the balls every time he diminishes the relationship. Right. Because that like is how it happened. Like, I have no doubt that they were flirting with each other. I think Janelle is pretty quick-witted and can create some really good jokes, right? Sure. I think it, she made Cody laugh. I think Cody made her laugh. And then Mary is, like, awkwardly in the corner not understanding the joke and, <laughs> you know, giving her little rebuttal to it and taking offense to something that was said. But, you know, J Janelle and Cody had to have clicked really quickly. Um, yeah. It wasn't just a, well, let's build a Sister Wives relationship. 
with this one, like it was with Christine, it was a, they had to have liked each other. Right. And I don't understand why you can't just say that. You don't have to say, mm -hmm. like, maybe I did. Like, you married her. So, like, the jig's up. You can't be like, oh, I don't know. Like, we don't need to rewrite history and try to minimize things. Because ultimately, you look like a loser for being like, yeah. yeah, I was just sticking with these chicks that I didn't even like for life. Why? And it's early Cody again. It's the Cody we just were talking about earlier is like, it's bouncy, fun, 20-something Cody, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, come on, man. You know, yeah. I like that a little bit. Right. I don't know why he, he really bothers me when he does that. Like, just you can say that you liked somebody. You can say that you loved each other. You it's don't have to just like... because these women have rejected him. Right. And he cannot physically handle that. Right. It's all ego. All mm -hmm. ego. So Janelle says that our, as she like started flirting with Cody, she starts learning more about the faith. And then she tells him, I think I'm supposed to be in your family. And so Cody says, let's pray about it. And there we go. <laughs> she literally just said, these people hear God. Let me just say that God said I should be in your family. That seems like a nerve wracking conversation. Like, yes, they don't ever question that. Robin no. is sitting in that little convertible. She's like, God said I should be in your family. And Cody's like, you know what? You should be in my family. Let's do great. it. So Jan Janelle knew that. She said, sure. God spoke to me. <laughs> Christine says, I definitely knew I was should marry Cody. He was strong. I had a spiritual witness to him. Like, I have no regrets. But also when it was time to leave, I knew just as much as I knew without a doubt to be with him that I it was time to go. Mm -hmm. So Janelle says, I know I did not make a mistake marrying Cody. I would do it all over again if I could. And then she says, I didn't know that these things had an expiration date, but it appears that our relationship might have had one. Now, I guess, I mean, I hear you, Janelle, but also, why did you think, you think, I, I know that, like, there, it's an internal marriage, but even Christine's mom left. Like, I feel like people leave all the time. It's not that important. It sounds like it. Whenever they talk about their, like, all their ties to however many plural families they're tied to, there's always, like, a bunch of wives that get mentioned that have left. Right. And it, it, it's, it's very common and these people are all floating around in the eternal like yes like right. are we gonna say that like grandmama who who left her husband and her sister wives is, is in hell like what right but they like, don't talk I, about them like that right? like they mom mm -hmm. about it yes yeah the basement wife that we learned about later Ooh, yes a second uh, and to find out that christine was a second generation basement wife to her mother <laughs> That was dark. <laughs> that was, she that was, was the dark. basement princess. She wasn't even, just, wasn't even the princess. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So then basically, like, Christine brings up this co last conversation where she asked Janelle if, like, Cody has, if, if Janelle, if, sorry, if Cody got his shit together, would you be interested in getting back and reconciling with him? Janelle said yes in the first conversation. But now she's like, no, not interested in that anymore whatsoever. Because what is getting your shit together even? at this point um because i right. don't even think it's just like family rules are not being followed or like like things like that like a big point is always put on um COVID and the way that was handled right mm -hmm. but i think that was just the dam breaking i think that was just right the thing the thing that he could always use um, mm -hmm. to bring up with, with that and i think all of them as well i think they all used that as the time that you know everything everything fell apart and everything would have been fine if that had it's easier but yeah, yeah but you know uh, uh 
she just people grow like think about how young y'all were when you entered into all of this right and what kind of people you were at that point like look at cody from then till now he's a completely different person yeah. and that's not just it's just easy to why not say that's not somebody i connect with anymore i don't know him anymore and that code the cody that i knew like she says it sometimes i guess she alludes to it that the cody i knew is gone mm -hmm. yep <sighs> we need to we need to talk I, I one of us needs to be hosting this tell-all you know? I don't I have a lot of thoughts about this tell all. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So then basically they start talking about how Robin fucked up everything when she joined the family. How they used to have these great four-day-long Thanksgivings. They would kick it on Saturday as a family. They'd have Friday night dinners. But as soon as Robin and her eyebrow pencil came walking into this family, <laughs> all those things started stopping and everything shut down. But of course, Cody has a totally different memory of this and is like not only did robin support and embrace all of our traditions she actually enhanced them it's like how yeah i don't know if she enhanced traditions i think she also yeah i don't i don't agree with that but i also don't agree with the other wives saying that robin was the one that broke it i think robin was the one that they could use as a scapegoat to express their own emotions about the situation mm. that they were already unhappy in i think they were unhappy fairly early yeah definitely definitely oh gosh so janelle christine says like you know janelle you don't have to agree with me but from my perspective it kind of seems like cody you know maybe found a soulmate with robin and that doesn't really work with marriage other marriages and you know like i kind of feel like that that's maybe it for cody <laughs> do you think yeah i think <laughs> I, 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 he doesn't want y'all he 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 wants robin he wants robin as the wife and i don't i don't believe that she's his soulmate either i don't think they're soulmates i don't no. think cody has found like a true soulmate in in the sense of what a soulmate actually is i think he has a set of expectations that robin just happens to follow and that's exactly. why he's yeah, she's playing soulmate. the game Mm -hmm. she's, she's smart game. she's smart she knows she's got to play that game the exact way she wants but now she's playing the game and not getting any any benefits from it the way she wanted to either right mm. that victoria's secret credit card is only gonna it can't pay itself you know listen the diesel gene campaign was not fixed. <laughs> <laughs> that only went so far as well they were not getting any residuals off oh, of that no, one. That's so. She's going to have to go back into the diesel G modeling days. <laughs> tap back into that. <laughs> she said, let me pull out of my modeling fund a little bit. Girl. <laughs> so, Why was that dropped so just randomly, though? And, like, we never got a follow-up on it. No follow-up. No, no, no photo from the campaign yeah. to be shown on TLC. You know what? I'm about to write to Diesel Corporate and see if they can drum up that. <laughs> Do y'all have a Robin in the in the back files you have her picture anywhere where is that where is it where is it oh my gosh so basically after that um janelle talks about how like the the duty of a plural husband and how he's supposed to grow beyond himself in order to like cater to all these wives right and she says i think for a long time he really tried but he found somebody who was more like him. It was easier mm -hmm. to be with Robin. And he should have continued to grow beyond that to be able to meet the needs of the other woman. But he just didn't. And I think for some reason, their relationship seems to be really great for Cody. And that seems to be where he wants to focus. And honestly, that's fine with me because I don't think I want him to come back. 
Mm -hmm. And I don't think, like, again, like, I don't think Robin is his soulmate. I think she just met the criteria that he wanted, and I think he'll get bored with her, too. I think he'll get bored with her before she gets bored with him. I don't think she'll leave him. Like, a lot of people say that when the money dries up, that she'll leave him. I don't don't see that happening, but I do see him leaving her at a certain point. He, He does with the wives that he did with every sort of move, every business venture, every everything. He gets excited about a thing, and then he abandons that thing mm-hmm. and that it's is just like, cody brown yeah he needs one like something to cling to and that's robin and like this one good thing that he has so he can like condemn everything else but once everything else is gone and the dust is settled and everybody else is like happy and there's nobody else to point this uh your little gnarled fingers at who do you think it's gonna go to robin mm-hmm it, it will. You're the only, you're going to be the only target, right? And these kids are going to be grown. They're going to grow up at some point. You already know how it feels about kids who turn 18. They're not my kids anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, like no reason to keep Robin around anymore. None. Mm. <laughs> Solomon better say like above or below five feet. So maybe he could get a couple more years out of daddy's love. I still don't understand how they haven't grown at all. I just it, it, they're they're how old are they supposed to be they're supposed to be over 10 now right I don't know Certainly about Kim Kardashian's kids. why do you guys get older <laughs> North is the only one for seven older. years now. I know Saint Saint has <laughs> oh my gosh so then Christine's like you know the reason why Janelle can be my sister wife is because we're basically the only part of the family that has survived like we're the only little chunk that is left cody's got robin they're living in monogamy mary's not part of the equation so that's it it's just us and it's so true it's so true those are the kids that like grew up together as siblings um those are the wives that grew up raising those kids together as siblings and so it would only be natural for those kids to stick together but it's also so again wild that Leon, I, because I, that's the question I have. Is Leon included in this? Because y'all don't ever say that. You say Christine's kids or Janelle's kids. You never say Leon. You never mention Leon. I don't understand if Leon is still like included in this mix because Leon also grew up with these kids. Right. So what is Leon's relationship with Christine and Cody? Fuck off, Mary and Leon, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Poor thing. <laughs> <laughs> we should have a sit down with leon like i really would like to know what they where where they land with all of this like i was sure by the beginning of this season that they were gonna like catch us up that we were just gonna kind of speed through the last 18 months and and because at one point i remember robin saying robin referring to leon as she right yeah um and and still mariah it's still saying the name mariah so i'm like oh and a lot of people were upset about that but i was like no 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 that makes sense because it just probably like five years ago that we're it has not happened yet yes. right <laughs> um y'all gotta catch us up i need that is what i, I need to know what cody thinks about it because y'all already put that in our faces about when more finally came out mm-hmm. okay well what about leon coming out are you gonna feel the same way because of course not but right i right. want to know if you i want to know your thoughts on it you know right you can't throw your entire family in our faces for 18 seasons and then like decide <laughs> oh well we're not gonna talk about it we need some ends wrapped up tied up for sure like yeah i i I need to know i need to know because obviously like leon went to gwen's wedding so like there must be some interaction like they must be getting along with gwen at least 
Mm-hmm. So what's good? I don't know. It's yeah, and just I would so like strange, to know, like... and it's like it's. I feel like there's a lot of. Re- I feel you know what I feel like. I feel like there's a lot of rejection of kids going on because, like, to be fair, I know they're adults now, but like Dayton Aurora and Brianna were also brought into this life mm-hmm. as children. They didn't really have a choice. They kind yeah. of were, and they were dumped into this huge group of kids that they had to then figure out relationships with, and they did yeah. their best to do that. But now we're having the rejection of them as Robin's kids so many years later. It's not like it was a couple years ago. This was over a decade ago. Right. And it, it does sting a little bit to hear Christine kind of reject them. Or, and Or like, you know, I don't really hear Janelle doing that as much. But like the actions that they they also reject them. And then we see that a little bit with, with Leon. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I think so. I want more of the kids to talk. Like the kids need to start speaking up a little bit more. Please put put a mic pack on all of them. I want to see because when Gabe and Garrison were like letting the chopper spray in those confessionals, I was I was living. I was like, mm-hmm. yes, yes, <laughs> more of this, please. So then after that, we get to Burley, Idaho, which is where Christine's brothers live. So she's kind of got like a mixy situation, like her kids do. Like she's got a half brother, Levi, but they were raised as like full siblings but she's got another brother who's like her full brother but when her mom left or their mom left he went to go live with the second mama so like it's all intertwined and they look like they look like christine so you know there was like a flock of christines running around right group of children right weird christine gets poetic and says you know one of the reasons why i wanted janelle to come out here is so that she can ride the atv and how that's like a metaphor for taking control over janelle's life and i just like <laughs> love seeing janelle whip around in that atv it really got me i also thought they were going to be like going on mountains and stuff they're fully going through like cul-de-sacs and you know neighborhood streets seems really annoying for the neighbors was, but... <laughs> but i'm glad they were having and janelle's like that was so much fun you know probably going 10 miles an hour they weren't going very fast living living her best life and i really really loved it so then janelle kind of is like walking into the situation a little bit with her guard up because she's worried that like because you know their mama christine none of them are plural that they're gonna she might be walking into a situation where they're like girl what are you doing right so they sit down to talk and janelle gets the tea about how their family worked growing up and we find out that like i said christine's mom was the basement wife and it seems like they were just cussing and fussing all the time Steve seems to remember all the volatility, but whereas Christine was like, I was just kicking it. I was having a great time. There's a bunch of people in that house. I was loving it. We were all upstairs having a party. <laughs> Which is so interesting because they've painted her this whole time as like the most terrified one of all of them of getting caught. Whereas like she's talking about she had the most idyllic uh, childhood that could ever have been possible. Yeah, right. Just seems like how could both be true? I don't know, but. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Then they start talking about their living situation in the early days. And this like, ooh, living in a three bedroom trailer with two other wives and your husband and these paper thin walls and one little kitchen. I can only imagine what dysfunction and discord happened from there. They bring up these early days so often that I need a full book about these early days because that sounds so interesting cody would just pick up these women move them to whatever he decided for the moment right drop them in a trailer and like they would have to just kind of like scrap it out to deal with it use a ladle or you know um <laughs> come up with forks or raise these kids or what and they, and they would just get in arguments and then he would come home and be like you always hated each other you're just not being harmonious and of course, of course not. But this sounds, this period of time sounds so interesting. It sounds like absolute torture. You can't talk shit about each other behind closed doors. You can't fuck behind closed doors. Everybody's hearing everything. And that's absolutely what they mean by the paper thin walls. Like oh, yeah. That's, that's absolutely what they're alluding to. And like, of course, I would be pissed too, having to listen to you. You know, Mary's loud. <laughs> Oh, and like performatively loud too. <laughs> Mary makes noises. Mary gets loud and wants the other wives to hear it. Um, so, yeah, to prove a point. Mm -hmm. And Mary was the queen wife at one point, right? So yeah. absolutely was doing that. Um, and uh, it's I just, it imagine. sounds, it sounds, it sounds terrible. Like hell. Like imagine being like 19, newly married. He's got two other bitches just fucking them in the, in the other bedroom. And you guys got to share a kitchen together. Okay. Okay. She comes out to get a, a post-coital snack. Right. Christine's what standing you do? there. You want a cheese stick, Mary? You want a carbo oh. load? <laughs> <laughs> and you know they were like judging each other based off the amount of kids. Like, because you're not going to tell me the other two didn't judge her. Based oh, off for how sure. Kids he was having. Yeah. So, you know, they were like, you know, holding kids up as like tally marks, you know, mm. for Cody's favorite wife or whatever. It just is something that needs to be needs to be kind of that's the, whoever can write that book will right will be the the jerry jerry howell will be the ginger spice because <laughs> the other yeah the other layer of that is like yeah probably a race to see who's gonna have the kid first and then here comes christine with the first child like oh cool <laughs> thanks <y'all. laughs> i'm gonna pick that dress too put it on christine <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. So we end the episode with like Steve and Levi, Christine's brothers, talking about how they had no interest in plural marriage. Steve is like our liberal king, talking about how, you know, I feel like polygamy has done a lot of harm, but I under so I understand why it was illegal because it was an effort to protect the women. But at the same time, we're in a day and age where people just need to be more open and like recognize people for who they are. Like, okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, you could have heard a pin drop when he said, when he brought up like, I understand why it's illegal. Yeah. They were all, they were like ready to go. Cause Janelle then comes in and she's like, well, no, I think they should all be married because this is, I'm really glad that we're revisiting this conversation. Cause that was a, a heavy conversation to be had within like the first 
like decade of the show, right? The first 10 seasons. Mm. Um, they were always talking about the legality of it and, and whether it should be legal or not. It was a big part of the show. And now... But they never um, talked about it through the lens of like equality yeah. for every, like the people within the marriage. It was just like equality so we could be equal to like everybody else. But Janelle's talking about like, oh, if women had the right to marry their husbands, there would be, it would be so much more equitable. These men would be a lot more motivated to be nice <laughs> because there's money. There's a whole, a whole like other, other side of it, right? Because a, a big a big reason for people pushing for it to be a legal right is that a man can go into several different women, women's homes and create families with them and marry them and play all of them right he could yep. like that could absolutely happen um people could take advantage of like the polygamy sort of lifestyle um and janelle's giving the other side of that and she's like actually you know now that i'm kind of going through it I have nothing to my name. I have mm -hmm. no estate. If I was married to this man, I would be able to get like, I would maybe get some spousal support. I would maybe get to have something, some sort of equity in my name, right? Because right. Janelle fought so hard for this property, this dream that Cody had, mm -hmm. a dream that Cody had and gave up on pretty quickly. Cody doesn't even want to hear about the land anymore. He doesn't want to hear about Coyote Pass. He's got his house. Yeah. Um, and Janelle's like, let's pay it off. Let me build something out on it. Let's let's get this moving. Cody has no interest, and Janelle's left holding nothing because her partner in this won't even help her build any equity. They can't pay it off, so she can't. She doesn't have any equity. She can't sell her her property and leave right. with that. She has nothing to leave with. Right. It's insane. Like I love that Mary broke this down because Cody tries to lie to us and say oh well me and robin and mary and janelle all have 25 percent stake in coyote pass but mary is like uh not really janelle's got two little plots i've got one but neither of us own those outright so nobody owns any of it outright they're, no. they're, that's <laughs> it and i love when mary comes in and is like when i love when they're able to like corroborate all their stories right um yeah because mary's like no like we i'm not I'm not fighting from Parowan for a piece of Coyote Pass because Coyote Pass is pretty much worthless for our family right now. Mm -hmm. We don't own it. Um, and we're probably never going to own it. You know, Janelle's not going to have any of that to, so to do anything with. No, no casita, no house. Cody just does, and he did it in the last episode. He diverts attention, right? Yes. So instead of, you know, Janelle bringing up the, the, the solid sort of concern of, hey, we're not paying off this land. He's like, but you're wanting to build a casita. Why would you want to build a casita? Why would you just want a whole house? house? Yeah, because well, yeah. I can't fucking build anything. Right. <laughs> I can't build a Lincoln Log house on this property. Oh I don't even gosh. think we're allowed to be here since we don't own no, it. We're, 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 we're not. That picnic table that we all sit at is illegal. <laughs> it's property of Flagstaff <laughs> City, City Parks and Recreation. <laughs> and that is something that, like, do you watch um do you you don't watch a uh, family chantel do you i i'm familiar okay so the mom is like that shit. karen mm -hmm. um karen yes <laughs> she, but i have no doubt that put her on an audit for the brown family and she will find where that money went she will find where it's oh. hidden. she will find any offshore island like accounts she will get coyote pass paid off <laughs> one thing about karen is she will get down to business and you know have time to go to tj maxx afterwards with her little cowboy hat she will get it done <laughs> she will get it done and janelle will have some some estate some I, some money to her name 
Oh man, what what a stressful situation because I know Janelle's like I played myself. I was the only person who was like, or I was the most physically responsible person in this whole family, and I got nothing. Christine and I got out. Was... Yeah. The one behind Cody saying, yes, we can do it, Cody, because all the other wives were doubting him. And yep. she was the only one who who believed in his dream. As much as she didn't want to leave Las Vegas, she did it. And she believed in that dream of Coyote Pass. And, and that big-ass one house, too. She was down with it. Completely shat on him, on her. Yeah. Terrible. And he's acting like, oh, I set up these wives for success. And I'm like, no, you're trying to wait this out. Absolutely not. No. <laughs> disaster. Absolute disaster. Um, do you have any final thoughts? Well, the trailer that came out is I think we're getting finally uh, Robin's Emmy winning Emmy eh, my goodness, Emmy winning this tongue twister, Emmy winning <laughs> moment uh, crying on the the park bench about her porch and her sister wives. Eardrops on Coyote Pass. I'm I can't so wait. I'm so excited for that one. Yeah. <laughs> But I don't know. I think like I was I was sure at the beginning of this season that we were gonna get more um we were we were obviously getting like the pictures, the kind of fill-in content, filler content. Um and I was sure that by the end of the season we were gonna have camera crews back in there, we we're gonna be filming stuff, we we're gonna be a little bit more caught up. And mm -hmm. if that's really not where we're going, then it very much time to wrap up this season, put a little <laughs> nice little bow on it. And then by the time that tell all comes Jeez, man, this is your job. Put them all in a room together. Make them sit on that damn couch. Withhold a paycheck until they sit on the couch <laughs> together, and make them talk to each other. I'm with you. Let them hoes fight. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're right. gonna end on. Zach, tell everybody where they can find you, your podcast, your YouTube channel, all that. Yeah, um, I do a podcast with my husband. He's kind of deployed right now, but I'm going to come back with a podcast on my own called Coffee and Tequila. Uh, you can just search Coffee and Tequila for that. And then uh, you can find me, if you just search Zach Garcia, you'll find me in different places. So Love it. Well, thank you, Zach. This was an absolute dream. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I love talking about some sister wives. <sighs> And say hi to your mother for me. Hello. Absolutely. She's gonna <laughs> she's gonna love it. She's gonna love it. She listens, she loves your um Kardashians episodes. Oh bless her. Bless her. Well, y'all have a good day and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.